Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo flashlights, respected by emergency professionals, are found in homes and businesses across America. Get on the bright side with the bright ideas at NeboTools.com. Let Bobby know you're listening with an email to bobby at onthebrightside.org. Here's entrepreneur, business owner, and life coach, Bobby Bollinger, with his perspective of living in faith on the bright side. Little Stevie had just started going to a parochial school, and he was struggling to learn his Bible questions. So he studied as best he could and wrote some of the answers on the inside of his shirt. Sure enough, during class, Sister Anna started quizzing him. Stevie, who was the most famous woman in the New Testament? Stevie looked inside his shirt and he said, why, Mary, of course. And Sister Anna said, who was her husband? Well, that would be Joseph, replied little Stevie. Excellent, remarked the sister. One final question. What was the name of their son? Stevie looked inside his shirt one more time and responded, Tommy Hilfiger. He needed to study a little harder. Okay, well, there's no denying that Easter is a special day. In fact, it's been said that Easter is the New Year's Day for the soul. So I want to take a minute on this special day to revisit with you what I think is the most special scripture in the Bible. Well, to do that, the story starts with a man named Nicodemus. Yeah, him too. Nicodemus was a Pharisee, a religious leader. (laughs) And a scholar of God's teachings. And Nicodemus and his peers were understandably unnerved by this Galilean crowd stopper named Jesus who was zigzagging through the country, performing miracles and teaching about a kingdom of God that differed from their own experience. And by this time, Jesus was already controversial and resented by most of the establishment. But Nicodemus, he isn't satisfied with the stories about Jesus. So as night falls on the city, he slips through the narrow streets to the place where Jesus is staying. And being welcomed in, Nicodemus has a conversation with Jesus that yielded the most important words in the word. They go like this. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And there it was, the hope diamond of the Bible. A 26-word parade of hope, brief enough to write on the back of a napkin or memorize it in just a moment. Yet so powerful, it has withstood 2,000 years of challenge. So how is it possible that 
Such few words could say so much. And how can the most important message to the world be wrapped so eloquently in such a single, simple sentence? Well, listen, for the believer or for the sinner, this simple verse, John three sixteen, holds the answer to all of our complicated issues in our life. And the answer is there not just because it's simple. And not even just because of what it says. But the verse holds the answer for our lives because of who said it. And because of who is included in it. You see, our Lord Jesus Christ said it. And he was given all authority to speak for the Father. And when he said, whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. He's including everyone. He's including you and me. And Jesus said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only, his one and only son. That whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. You know, there's a good chance that whether or not you've been going to church your entire life or you hardly ever went to church, you're familiar with John 3.16. It's easily the most famous scripture in the Bible. But even if you know nothing about the Bible, you can start right here. And like Nicodemus, when received with an open heart, your life will be changed forever. And if you say, Bob, I just don't know if I can believe. Then I would say to you, why not? If you believe that that pew would support you when you sat down on it this morning. You believe that the water would come out of the faucet this morning. You see, we all trust power. We can't see every day. And Jesus only invites you to do the same with him. And you can begin at John 3.16. It's so simple. He loves. He gave. We believe. And because he lives, we live too. Don't go away. On the bright side, we'll be right back. The slide. It's what I liked best at the playground as a kid. I got a feeling of freedom, like I could do anything, and I loved it. Now, as an adult, I still love the slide, but it's the Slide Z flashlight from Nebo Tools. That's S-L-Y-D-E. The Slide Z is a two-in-one high-intensity flashlight with a powerful work light concealed inside the flashlight body. You just slide it to reveal with the four times adjustable zoom, fully deemable beam, and instant on feature. I get a feeling of freedom, like I can do anything. You can find Nebo Tools intensely bright flashlights at your local Batteries Plus, hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Check out all the bright ideas at NeboTools.com, including my favorite, the Slide Z. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home, or play, for the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. For the ultimate in flashlights, depend on Nebo Tools. Sometimes a flashlight is more than just a flashlight. In the case of Bill from Dallas, his Nebo LED light was a true lifesaver. Dear Nebo Tools, 
My new pocket LED flashlight came in handy in diverting the crazy drivers at my accident. At 4.30 in the morning, another driver plowed into the back of my car. Other cars came flying up the road. I was flipping my Nebo Tools LED light from side to side until the police got there with flares. I walked away from this one. Nebo Tools Intensely Bright Flashlights are available at your local Batteries Plus, hardware stores everywhere, or at NeboTools.com. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order. Nebo Tools, for the ultimate in flashlights. Check out all the bright ideas at NeboTools.com. And like Nebo Tools on Facebook for a chance to win a free flashlight. Welcome back to On the Bright Side. Email Bobby at onthebrightside.org and let him know you're listening. First, I want to talk about God's sense of humor. How many believe God has a sense of humor? Now, for those who don't believe that God has a sense of humor, the easiest way to convince you is just to say, well, he made you, didn't he? Still not convinced. You say, dude, look in the mirror and tell me God doesn't have a sense of humor. The great evangelist Billy Sunday used to say all the time, I know God has a sense of humor because he made the monkey, the giraffe, and some of you people. So I believe that God has a sense of humor, and I believe that he created humor. And the fact that he gave us the ability to see the humorous side of things in life is one of his greatest gifts to us. There are little humorous gems all in the Bible that support this idea. Uh, One of my favorites is in Proverbs, where it says this, Better to live on the corner of the roof than share a house with a quarrelsome wife. (laughs) Now that's funny. (laughs) Excuse me just a moment. I need to talk to my wife. (laughs) There was no personal reference intended there, by the way. Don't really want to know what that feels like on the roof. Now, you may be thinking that Easter Sunday is an unusual time to discuss the idea of God's sense of humor. Usually, when we talk about Easter, we're conditioned to view the Easter story as a very serious and weighty remembrance of events. And there's no denying it. It certainly is that. But the way I see it is you can't fully appreciate the Easter story without punctuating it with the joy and the victory and the life that comes from the personality and the character of Jesus Christ. You see, before Christ suffered and died on the cross for our sins, his life was full of purpose and joy and laughter. His ministry was characterized not just by the miracles he performed, but also by his joyful interaction with people from all walks of life. In Luke, it tells us that he was full of joy through the Holy Spirit. And by reading the Gospels, it was obvious that Jesus loved people and loved having a good time. In fact, it's recorded also in Luke that those holier-than-thou Pharisees, remember them? They actually accused Jesus and his disciples of being party animals. And I'm convinced that Jesus used humor in his many sermons, whether the levity was recorded or not. I mean, when have you ever heard a great speaker who didn't use humor as an effective communication tool. And Jesus was no doubt the most amazing communicator of all time. People were captivated by him. They hung on to his every word, everywhere he went. 
Thousands of people showed up. So I believe Jesus loves to laugh. And partly because we give him plenty of reasons to. I know it's him that puts things in my head that makes me laugh all the time. And you know they say that the average adult laughs about 15 times a day. Did you know that? But they also say that children will laugh over 400 times a day. So is it any wonder that Jesus scolded those disciples who tried to keep the children from him? He said, no, let them come. For the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. And then he said something very serious. I tell you the truth, he said. Anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will not enter it. Now, if ever there was an inside tip on how to find our way in this Christian life, I think it was right there. Because if there's one thing I know, it's that kids love to laugh and have fun and not worry about anything. And the thing is, Jesus didn't just prefer that we be like that. He said we have to. You know, like Christmas, Easter is a very visual holiday. It mostly conjures up images of the brutality and the suffering of Christ. The cross is a story of the ultimate sacrifice, and we want to remember that today. But the significance of Easter is so much more than the cross. It's about victory. Death could not keep him. It's about life. And it's when everything changed for you and for me. And I believe that Christ would not have you see him only on the cross today. But he would also want you to see him surrounded by laughing children. Or sitting around a campfire with his 12 best friends. Because he came that we live. And live it to the fullest. And he lives today. He lives. And he shows us how to live a life filled with hope and, yes, filled with humor and lots of laughter. So we remember the cross today, but we celebrate Jesus Christ, his life, his victory, our hope in Jesus' name. Can you say amen this morning? Live life on the bright side. Visit onthebrightside.org to email Bobby and let him know you're listening. I'm into power, real power. That's what I get with my Nebo Tools 7Z flashlight. This is a high-lumen flashlight, 770 lumens to be exact. Maybe you don't know lumens like I do, but trust me, that's a lot of power. The 7Z provides up to 25 hours of light on low beam and 7 hours of light on high beam when powered with 9AA batteries. But with versatile flex power, I can still run brightly on only 6 or even 3 batteries. Like all Nebo Tools flashlights, the 7Z is durable. You can find Nebo Tools intensely bright flashlights in hardware stores everywhere, batteries plus bulbs, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Check out all the bright ideas at NeboTools.com, including my favorite, the powerful 7Z. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home, or play, for the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light the way. 
Welcome back to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, brought to you by Nebo Tools. For the ultimate in flashlights, find bright ideas at nebotools.com. It's great to be in God's house today, isn't it? Okay, now I want to share on the subject of prosperity for a minute. How many could use a little prosperity in their life right now? Okay, before I start, here's a little prosperity humor. You ready? A woman was talking to her friend over lunch. My husband just told me I was the one responsible for making him a millionaire. Really, said her friend, what was he before you married him? There was a pause. A billionaire? Okay. Prosperity. I want to take you back, way back into the Word, all the way to Genesis for a second, where God teaches us about prosperity. And he does it through the life of a young man named Joseph. Now, what's interesting about one of the first lessons on prosperity is that God uses an oxymoron to do it. Now, in case you think an oxymoron is a distant relative of yours, let me, explain, let, me, let me explain. An oxymoron is when you combine contradicting terms. For example, if you say airline food, that's an oxymoron to me. If you say working vacation, it's an oxymoron. Here's my favorite one. Congressional ethics. That's unfortunately sometimes an oxymoron. Hope there's no politicians here, by the way. But in Genesis chapter 39, it says, And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. He was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. So Joseph is identified as prosperous, and yet... From the verses right before this, we learn that Joseph was a slave, having been been sold into slavery by his own brothers. So our lesson on prosperity comes from the life of a prosperous slave, which is certainly a contradiction in terms of our understanding of prosperity. You know, one thing that I love about the Word of God is that I don't believe God made any mistakes in it. Do you? I believe He had a reason for everything. And I don't think it was an accident that way back in the beginning, God pointed out to us through the story of Joseph that being prosperous and having prosperity is not about making money and accumulating wealth at all. Joseph was a young man who came to know the Lord as a teenager. He sought after the will and destiny God called him to. And and though he had setbacks along the way, he trusted God. He had integrity. His prosperity was his promise because of his relationship with God. You see, God views prosperity much differently than we do. Material things are not the only indicator of prosperity. True prosperity is simply knowing that God is with you in good times and bad times. True prosperity is his vision alive in your heart. 
True prosperity is not found in finances, but in the favor and blessings of God. His anointing. His power that's at work in your life. And if we think that God's favor is just the increase in our finances, then listen, we have a diminished view and a limited view of God. And we need to have our eyes opened to the true prosperity that God can give us. Joseph was a slave in the house of a rich and powerful man, yet God saw Joseph as the prosperous one. Joseph knew he was prosperous because he knew prosperity comes from God, not man. Because he trusted God, he had a confidence on the inside that was not affected by his circumstances on the outside. The word says this, but remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. And so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors as it is today. I think there's an important lesson in the story of Joseph, the prosperous slave, and that is this. We need to stop interpreting so many of God's principles as relating to just finances. Joseph had a prosperity mentality, and he lived a very successful life. He had many accomplishments, but God didn't measure his prosperity By what he had on the outside, but from what he had on the inside. And what he had on the inside is where all this prosperity came from. Including this sizable external wealth he ultimately created. The word also says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Today, I want you to know that you can prosper in the Lord and in the world because of the confidence and faith you have in Jesus Christ. You can prosper just like Joseph. Even if you feel like a slave sometimes, you can prosper even in tough financial times. So don't get discouraged. Anticipate his blessings and favor in your life and I promise you something good will happen. In Jesus' name. Can you say amen this morning? You've been listening to On the Bright Side, brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo flashlights, respected by emergency professionals, are found in homes and businesses across America. Each weekday, entrepreneur business owner, life coach Bobby Bollinger brings business, spiritual, and practical applications to inspire you to live life to the fullest. Get on the bright side with the bright ideas at NeboTools.com. And let Bobby know you're listening with an email to bobby at onthebrightside.org. I have a blast. Hmm, it's nice you can amuse yourself. No, really, I have a blast. A Redline Blast. One of the most powerful new flashlights from Nebo Tools. The Redline Blast is the brightest flashlight ever created by Nebo. With 1,400 lumens of high-intensity light, the Blast can throw a spectacularly bright beam over 850 feet. That's almost the length of three football fields. The Blast has a four-time zoom and five light modes, including a defensive strobe and flashing beacon. Plus, it's completely waterproof. It's both unbelievably cool and totally hot. I love my blast. You too can have a blast. Find Nebo tools and densely bright lights and flashlights, including the super powerful Redline Blast, at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at nebotools.com. That's N E B O tools.com. 
Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way.